Hi, I'm Emily Williams, the founder of the top success and personal development company for driven women called I Heart My Life. I grew my company from $442 to seven figures in my first 18 months. And since then, it's become a movement for women who know they're meant for something big and refuse to settle. At I Heart My Life, we operate with the belief that anything is possible and no dream is too big. We're all about combining business strategy, deep mindset work, high performance practices, money tips, and a whole lot of lifestyle to help you get the results you deserve in all areas of life. Because after all, we only get this one shot. This is your one-stop shop for all things inspiration. So grab your favorite drink and a pen and a notebook and get ready to be inspired. Oh, and if you're not a member of our community, go to iheartmylife.com slash join and receive all of our emails and announcements. And while you're at it, copy and paste this episode link and share it with three friends. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 214, how to scale your income. So today we're chatting a bit about money and growing your company if you have one and scaling the amount of revenue that you're making. One of the things I'm really passionate about is creating financial freedom and supporting our clients and doing just that. I know for me, when I first started my business, I was totally stressed out. There was a point in time where I had 27 one-to-one clients. I was running multiple group programs. I had no team, so I had no clue what I was doing. So this is definitely about avoiding that whole scenario, especially if you're just starting out. This is a great episode to listen to so that you can avoid the mistakes that I made. And for those of you who are in that place right now, this will help you to navigate how to get out of that because I definitely was able to do that for myself and it didn't take a long time, but it did take some key steps in a different direction. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by our Seven Figure Framework Workshop. This workshop is a live workshop happening June 21st to 25th, designed to support you in knowing exactly how to scale your online business. I know that you are sick of working harder to reach your revenue goals. You're experiencing fear and anxiety when you think about the next level. Maybe you don't have the systems or processes or SOPs in place, and all of it is in your head. Maybe you're worried about hiring or training a team and stepping into a leadership role. Maybe you wonder if you really have what it takes to grow a business and you're worried about taking on more clients and spending more time in order to go to the next level. You want something that is simple and trust me, you should be able to scale your business, increase your impact and grow your team. You deserve that. And for that reason, we've created this incredible live workshop to walk you through our seven-figure framework. We're specifically diving into my signature cash method, which has helped me go from $442 all the way up to seven figures in my first 18 months in business and stay at the million-dollar mark ever since then. So over these five days, we're going to cover a ton of information that will support you in creating a scalable strategy for your company. It's going to support you in putting in place that cash method in your business. It's going to help you figure out who to hire and when. It's going to support you in creating a millionaire mindset. And it's all done within the confines of an incredible Facebook group full of high-level business owners designed to support you, to lift you up, to show you what's possible, 
and to keep you moving forward. So if you're ready to get into massive action, definitely check out the link in our show notes to our seven-figure framework workshop. Or you can go to iheartmylife.com slash 7FF. That's number 7FF and sign up today. You're gonna wanna attend live. All the trainings are happening in the Facebook group. We'll even be taking your questions. And guess what? You get your own personal high-performance accountability coach to support you along the way. So let's do it. Go to iheartmylife.com slash 7FF. I'll see you there. So today's episode was inspired by the fact that I'm going to be teaching my seven-figure framework on our live workshop. So you probably have already heard about that. You can go ahead and register at bit.ly slash seven-figure framework. That's number seven-figure framework. And save your seat for that amazing five-day experience. And one of the things that I did as I was prepping for that that workshop and that um, full five days is I started to kind of dissect what actually worked for me to grow my company. One of the things that a lot of people end up becoming is unconsciously competent, which basically means that you're good at certain things, but you don't actually know why. So I'm really passionate about figuring out why something is actually working because I really feel that awareness is such a key component of success. We have to know why something's working and what we're doing to create that growth or that success in order to replicate it. So I went back into the archives of my business. I actually started the business in 2014. So I went all the way back seven years ago to uncover what it was that I actually did to go from $442 to seven figures in my first 18 months in business. And some of the things that worked for me are what I'm going to be sharing today. But I also want to invite you to join us on that seven figure framework workshop, because that's really going to give you more of the nuts and bolts of how I was able to scale. So let me go back and paint a picture first and foremost. As I mentioned, I was working with 27 one-on-one clients. I basically just kept piling on person after person because I wanted to increase my revenue. And as anyone who has a one-to-one model, whether you're a coach or consultant or some other type of mentor, you know that that's not scalable because essentially you're trading your time for money. And there's only so much time that you have and you can't clone yourself, so to speak. One of the things that I think is uh, really important in the beginning is you have to recognize what business it, it, it is that you're actually building. I knew I was building a coaching business and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to reach more people unless I figured out a different way of doing things. So the first thing that I really did was I figured out what coaching program was working for me? What was it that I was actually teaching and supporting people with? And as my business started to grow and I became more visible, people were coming to me for uh, information about how to start a coaching company. And they were also coming to me for information about making more money. So I decided that I was going to turn all of the material that I had created as well as my own experience into a group coaching program. Now, I truly had no idea what I was doing, to be perfectly honest with you. Luckily, I had been a part of a couple of group programs previously, so I knew a bit about 
how to run them and the structure, but really like the behind the scenes, all the logistics, I didn't know what I was doing. I was confident that I could help people, but I didn't know the step-by-step process. But I decided I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to see if anyone wants this thing that I'm going to be selling. And the first program I sold was 90 Days to 6K. Now, that was really important because I had created 6K in my first 90 days. And for me, that was a big milestone because it meant I could leave my nine to five job as a matchmaker and go full time in my business. Now, you might have a different milestone if you're brand new that you want to hit in order to leave your job or maybe you're well beyond that. If so, just keep listening. I promise there's some golden nuggets in here for you. But for me, that was a big milestone. And I knew that I was a step or two ahead of my ideal client who just wanted to know how to reach that 6K level or 5K, whatever it may be. And so maybe for you right now, you're also a step ahead of your ideal client in some capacity. Maybe you've been doing some one-on-one coaching or consulting work and you know that you have a methodology or a skill set or even a framework that works for one-on-one clients, and you can translate that into something that will be, um, uh, it will be beneficial for a group of people. So that's essentially what I did. I took my own experience and turned it into a group program. And I want to really point out that one of the reasons why a lot of coaches will tell you to start with more one-on-one personalized work is because you get so much experience and valuable knowledge from those coaching relationships You can see what's working for people. You can develop and fine tune your methodology. And then once you have that down, then you can open it up to a wider audience. So I do recommend that you work with people individually first and foremost before you start to expand. So like I said, during that time, I knew that I had to start expanding. I also was really excited by the idea of bringing a group of people together because I saw firsthand what that had done for my life, what it had done for um, my level of happiness, for my growth. Just being around like-minded women was a game changer. And that was truly never something I expected. It wasn't anything I expected personally. And I didn't expect for that to be a big part of the I Heart My Life mission. But once I got a taste for groups like that, I knew that I wanted to give other women the opportunity to connect in uh, the online space. So group programs are really exciting for me. I also want to just share that as I was creating this group program, I was basically selling it at the same time. So there's a lot of people who will say, you know, have the whole thing complete, have it all built. And that's all great. But sometimes you just have to get something out there. Now, I knew exactly what I was going to be creating. But I actually created it as I went along. So for example, I mapped out the program itself before I sold it, obviously, so I would know um, what I was pitching, what I was promoting, and people would know what they were purchasing. But I was working on the materials behind the scenes. And some people, I understand, would not recommend that. But I actually think that that worked really well for me because I also got to see what people needed in, in you know real time. If we had a coaching session the week prior to when I was making the next module or the next workbook, then I could add in additional material based on what people needed. And obviously, as I ran this program multiple times, I tweaked it as I went along, but that really worked for me. Again, I know a lot of people would disagree with that. They would say you need to create the program, then you need a beta group. And for me, those are just delay tactics, to be perfectly honest with you. That's how I feel. 
And of course, I'm gonna uphold what it is that I promote, what's on the sales page, what people um, have signed up for. I'm not gonna change it in a way that is detrimental to them getting results. Of course, that's not what we're talking about here. But I do think that especially um, as women, we have a tendency to wait until everything is perfect before we actually put something out into the world. So you wanna really think about what is it that you want to sell? What is your expertise? What is something that is currently working for you potentially for that one-to-one model that you could grow and expand? Um, because clearly you've already gotten some results from it. It could be something that's brand new, but especially when you're creating something for the first time, it's great to know that there's a level of trust there and expertise and you've seen it work for at least a few people. So really think about this thing that you want to create and ask yourself, is this scalable? Could I bring in a lot of people into this program? Could I sell this product to a lot of people? And obviously, we all know that it's not just about the product itself. It's also about the operations and the behind the scenes, which I'm going to get to in a second. But for me, being able to reach more people also meant that I could fill my one-on-one coaching program easier because people would come in through the group program, which was a bit lower in price. They'd sign up for that. They'd get the experience with me. They'd meet this incredible community. And then the majority of them wanted more. And they wanted to know how they could work with me privately, how we could go even deeper, how we could... um, you know, accelerate their results. And for a lot of them, they wanted that one-on-one attention. So that's another really cool thing that happens when you expand and you do something like a group program or a course. It will help you fill the other programs as long as that first step, that group program, so to speak, is in alignment with what you do next, right? So if your group program or your course is completely different than your one-on-one work, it might not fit. But if they're kind of stepping stones for each other, then that will help you fill the next level offer. So what I found is that not only did I have that group program um, and that really helped people and gave them a lot of results, it helped me to reach them as well as to sell them into the next level because they already had that initial experience with me. So what I did in those first 90 days, like I said, was I I raised my revenue or I increased my revenue to that 6K mark, launched 90 days to 6K, which was my first group program. And when I did that, I was also able to raise the price of my one-to-one coaching program. Now, this is important because I think a lot of people believe that they have to wait to raise their prices. And I completely disagree with that. When I started to sell a group program, my confidence increased and it automatically kind of didn't make sense anymore for my one-on-one program to be the same price as what the group program was. As you can imagine, that wouldn't make any sense. So now that I had this lower level offer for people, I could raise the rates of my one-to-one offer and make it more exclusive. There's a lot that goes involved, that that is involved in um, one-to-one work. And I started to see that, you know, it takes a lot of energy. There's a lot of um, back and forth in between sessions. It's not just showing up for the coaching calls. And so I realized how valuable my time was as well. And so I raised my prices. So as you've seen here so far, there's been two things that I did to help me scale. Number one, creating that one-to-many offer, that group program. And number two, 
I scaled my revenue because I raised my prices. And my one-on-one program got even more booked because people were coming from that group program into one-on-one. And I actually wasn't promoting one-on-one in the same way that I had done previously because I didn't need to. It was being filled by this other program. And then as that price point went up for my one-to-one, again, I made more money and I raised it regularly. So I started at $1,500, then we went up to 3,000, then 5,000, then 7,500, then 15,000, then 25,000, and I'm well beyond that at this point. And that was for a 90-day coaching program. Um, The 25,000 was for six months, but you get the idea. So you're creating something that's one-to-many, and then automatically you're going to be raising the rates of your one-to-one program if that's something you still want to offer. Now, one of the other things that I did is I diversified. I also started offering things like VIP days. So I didn't have people, everyone in a, you know, a 90 day or a six month coaching container. There were some people who wanted accelerated results and they wanted to work with me for a day. And during that time, I was also traveling a lot. And so it was a really great opportunity for me to meet people in person. Now, I'll be the first to admit I bit off a bit more than I could chew. (laughs) I had all these group programs. I was working with so many clients and then I was doing VIP days and traveling. And although the laptop lifestyle is something that people promote, remote, it's very challenging to run a business and travel when you're not used to it. Um, And so there were times that I was really stressed out. There were times where I was working way too many hours. There were times where I was super emotional and would have breakdowns. I know I'm not painting a very good picture, but again, this episode is also about you avoiding some of the mistakes that I made. So what I'd highly recommend is that you really think about what your revenue goals actually are and what's gonna be the fastest, easiest, and most joyful way to get there. And for a lot of people, it might be that you do one thing at a time. You focus on this group program, and maybe during that time you don't travel. (laughs) Maybe during that time you don't create another offer like a VIP day. But I want you to understand that there are always options. So you decide what is best for you and what sort of kind of offerings you wanna create for your people. Okay, so like I said, created that group program, raised my income, diversified or raised my rates for my one-to-one, diversified what it was that I was actually offering, and then I repeated that. So it wasn't like I just launched a group program once, I did it multiple times so we could gain traction. I had people you know, sharing testimonials, so then I was able to showcase those testimonials when we did our next launch. And I want you to understand that I did not have a proper launch. I did not know operationally what I was doing. I just put it out to my community. I put it out to my email list and people signed up. Now, again, there are a lot of people who will teach you, myself included, how to do a proper launch. But in the beginning, sometimes it looks like that. As one of my coaches said, it's awkward before it's elegant. And that's definitely what it was for me. So after doing 90 days to 6K three times, then I went on to create another program, which is something we still sell, sell today called iHeart Coaching. And again, this was based on my own experience. It was based on me also being a part of group programs and seeing what I loved and also seeing what I felt was missing. So I decided I wanted to create a six-month container for new coaches to support them in really building their business and getting things off the ground. And that for me was a game changer. I'd had the experience with 90 days to 6K. That one was 90 days. 
as as the name sort of lends itself to. And that one was around $2,000. It started off at 997 and then we raised it to, to 1997. Um, but I hurt coaching because it was longer and it was much more robust. I was able to charge more for it. I actually charged $5,000 for that. And that was something that really helped us get the company off the ground and scale. Um, by selling you know, 40 plus people into that program, we were able to make a significant amount of money. And so we did that twice a year, right? And so you can go ahead and do the math. So for me, that would be 400K, right? So 400K in the span of a year. Add that on top of some of the one-on-one work I was doing. I started to sell some self-study courses. Um, We broke off a portion of iHeart Coaching and turned um, that into a course, which we still sell today, called iHeart Money, uh, specifically around money mindset. So I started to have multiple offers for people to meet them where they were at, and they could stair-step their way up the ladder. There was always something for them to get their hands on and, and, you know, really dive into in order to get results and everything built upon the step that came before it. So this is the way that I scaled my revenue. Like I said, I took all of those things that I was doing that were working for me, put them into a scalable program and then raise the rates of my one-to-one so that that would be a bit more exclusive and went on from there, then added in things like VIP days and some other um, courses. So I want you to really think about, again, what are those revenue goals that you're aiming for? And what is it that you want to create? What are you qualified to create? What are you excited to create? What are your people craving? And how many of those would you need to sell in order to reach your revenue goals? It really comes down to the metrics. It comes down to you just doing some math around you know, what it, what, what it is that you want to create and how many clients it's going to take to get there. I remember people were so surprised when I shared on a webinar that our seven-figure year consisted of about 500 people purchasing things. It wasn't thousands of people. It was 500 people. And the cool thing is, like I mentioned, people would buy multiple items from us. And so I wasn't having to go out and source all these new clients. People would climb up the ladder, so to speak. So again, Think about how you want to scale your income, what feels aligned for you. And I want to say that, you know, there's no right way to do this. I even had a coach tell me that she hit seven figures just by selling one-on-one packages. She sold 10 of her $100,000 one-on-one coaching packages, right? And that worked for her. It sounds very simple as well. You don't have all the behind the scenes of the membership stuff, Uh, you know, the membership site where you're hosting your courses and your group programs. All right, so then I I want to get into operations. So for me, again, I did not have a team. I did not know what I was doing when I launched this group program. Essentially, what I did is I built a page on my website that housed all of the material for the group program, and I made that page, um, I forget if I made it secret or I made it password protected. I think there was a way to make it password protected, but I did not have a membership site. I didn't have anything set up to house this material besides a simple page on my website. Then I graduated to things like Google Drive and Dropbox, and then obviously got a membership site later on down the line. But I wanted to share that because sometimes people make this more complicated than it needs to be. 
We just want you to get this out there. We want you to have something that people know about. You can gather some testimonials. You could even charge a lower price point for the first round of the program so that you can get some social proof and then do it again and again and again and continue to grow it. Um, You get to decide, but things do not need to be perfect. And in saying that, there are plenty of easier to easy to use membership site options that are available today. For example, something like Kajabi, which is what we have now. That wasn't something that was popular when I first started. I feel like we've come so far in a short amount of time, in just seven years. So if you create a program, it could have workbooks, it could have, you know, downloadable materials, or it could simply be live calls with you where you're coaching people or you're teaching on a certain topic. Again, we don't have to make this too complicated. And I don't want to give you a million different options. But I want you to understand that you get to decide how this looks and how you do it. The important thing is that you create something that is actually scalable based on where you're at right now. If you don't have a whole team and you don't have the capacity to do a full-blown launch or you don't have the capacity to send out a million reminder emails when it comes to the live group coaching calls, host the group in Facebook, post about the calls, share reminders in there, share material. You get to decide how this looks. So uh, what I want you to do is get in motion and think about what it looks like to scale your income. What is it that you're going to create? So first and foremost, I'm going to break this down really simply. Start with the revenue goals. From there, ask yourself, what have I already done in my business if it's one-to-one, VIP days, whatever it is, what have I already done that I could take and turn into a scalable model? Maybe that's a course, a self-study course. Maybe it's a live program. You get to decide. We want to create something that's going to be scalable, that more than one person can take part in, preferably as many people as possible can take part in, okay? And then ask yourself, how do I want to create that? When do I want to create it? Do I want to pre-sell it? How do I want to launch it? How do I want to get it out to the community? What is the price point that this is going to be at, at least for the first round? And then what does that mean for the other offers that I have? Does that mean my one-on-one prices go up because it wouldn't make sense if they were the same price? Does that mean that I have you know, less spots for one-on-one because I'm gonna be focused on this course? So you get to decide. My main point here is that if you are stressed out right now, if you're doing too much yourself, if you're feeling like you're not impacting the people you wanna impact, if you're working too many hours, if you're working with way too many clients privately, if you're not able to um, you know, have additional revenue, if you feel like you're not able to step away from the company, if you're not able to bring on team members, right? We really want to think about how we can transform your current business. And one of the fastest ways to do that is to create something that is scalable so that you can grow your income. Okay, so I hope that this was helpful and I hope that you have some um, kind of food for thought. And like I said, for you to get the full picture of how to scale your income, make sure you attend our seven figure framework workshop happening June 21st to 25th. So go to bit.ly seven figure framework and we want to see you there and I'll be breaking down all these things in greater depth and we'll also be able to answer some of your questions so that you can have the support that you need and really understand how to make um, your next level revenue goals a reality. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. 
Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag IHeartMyLifeShow. That's hashtag IHeartMyLifeShow. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review. Because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.